Hi y'all, welcome back to Zero Transparent. In today's episode, we are going over the very last chapter of the life book, which is based on the book of one. Yeah, so this is chapter 16, and previously we uh, left off where Joseph uh, wrapped Jesus' body in linen clothing, and Mary Magdalene and Mary saw where Jesus was laid. So now we go into chapter 16, and it's the resurrection. So it was the Sabbath. The Sabbath had passed Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of James, and Salome brought spices so that they might go and anoint Jesus. So once again, we see that these women are always mentioned, you know, they were always there for Jesus. And I wrote, they're the most devoted followers, first to proclaim his resurrection. They were the first ones, you know, to see everything. And I guess witness, be witnesses of that. So they were walking to the tomb, right? They were like, I get, you could, I can imagine them like walking. And here it says that they were talking amongst them and they were like, who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance of the tomb? Because remember, recall, Joseph had placed a stone in front of the tomb of Jesus. So they were like, oh, it's going to be too heavy for all of us. What are we going to do? You know, how are we going to get to Jesus? So that's how I imagined them, you know, and entering the tomb, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, dressed in a white robe. And that's like, they went in there, you know, you're going into like expecting to see Jesus, but then you see both young men. Yeah, you're like, I, I think honestly, my first reaction, like, you know, would have been like, oh my gosh, someone took the Jesus, you know, but that's not the case. And they, they were alarmed. And he said to them, do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. And this is often something we hear a lot in Easter, you know, around Easter time. He has risen. He is not here because Jesus was no longer in the tomb. And I, I was like, actually, how I, uh, this is kind of like a contrast between who Jesus was and who he is, because it says that he has risen. He is not here. So it was like, he was crucified, but he is, he is risen. You know, like that's the difference between who he was and who he is right now. Yeah. And the, uh, the angel, he told these, uh, women, he was like, go tell the disciples and Peter that he is going before you to Galilee. And they were trembling and astonished, and they said nothing to anyone for they were afraid. I mean, you can't, like, you know, it's something like you have never seen anything like this. You know, it is like just like something like I would be so scared. And it's something that happens like every day. You know? Yeah, I was like, I we're used to it. Oh, yeah. Like, no, it had never happened. And it has never happened again. You know? It was like a one time thing only. Yeah, only Jesus, you know. But yeah, so like, you know, they are the first ones to see this, you know, then go in, you know, going in expecting to see Jesus, but then there's, she's not there, you know, and then the angel tells him, go and tell the disciples and tell him that Jesus is going before the Galilee, you know, so that's, that's so impactful, you know, here, this is like the resurrection, you know, everything, yeah, that, you know, that we, I guess, in a way, like, anticipated and we're waiting for since the start of reading Mark. Because, you know, we always hear about the resurrection and everything. But now we actually know every single detail and that happened before and after the resurrection. Mm-hmm. And I, I was going to say that when the angel told uh, told, the, told her to go and tell the disciples St. Peter, I wrote here how this message can be used as an invitation 
because through this message she was inviting the disciples to once again be with him you know your partner to be out of him it's true um and i um i feel like this invitation was filled with grace because even after all this what the disciples did they failed jesus time after time and even then he had so much grace that he extended his invitation to them after what after everything they did after denying him after like that's crazy i was telling you actually how well i didn't tell you but i was gonna tell you all the book all right like i feel like this we can apply like we can apply everything to by what to our lives and i feel like this is something that i felt felt like really applied to me as in like like i've been failing and failing and god is like it's, it's a thing like i'm staying here and stay here and i was like the invitation, the invitation is always open on the table. Yeah, and I, I, we've been taking advantage of it and cheering the debate. But yeah, that's really good. Like the analogy, everything that, um, in a way, they are being invited to partake in this as well. You know, like she was like, "It's okay. It doesn't matter what you did. Like you can still be part of it." You know, mm-hmm. um, who loves us? He still loves us. So we then move on to the next part where Jesus appears to Mary Magdalene. Um, and he, he first appeared to just Mary Magdalene. Um, and she went and told those who had been with him to the disciples. And, uh, she told them that he was alive and that he had seen her, seen him. And they didn't believe it. They were like, whatever. I think she's crazy. Not you did it. Like, he's dead. Like, we saw, we saw him die. And they were like, you're just quite like. And I guess when I first read this, I was like, wait, but I was in a way confused. And I was like, wait, I thought the other, like, woman had seen it too. But no, like, recall, like, they hadn't seen the angel tomb and the angel, you know. But they hadn't seen it. They hadn't encountered Jesus resurrected again. You know, it was Mary Magdalene that um, Jesus appeared to her first. And so then Jesus appears to two disciples. And yet again, they did not believe him. He appeared to two of them, like, um, at, they were walking. Mm-hmm. And then they went back and told the rest, but no one believed them yeah. either. Which, you know, in a way, I'm like, oh, well, like, it had a big thing. Yeah, because, like, like we like we saw Jesus get crucified. We saw, like, he basically got beaten to death, you know, like, well, I also see the, uh, see the part where Jesus tells the way, I'm going to die and I'm going to rest right. Okay. And they didn't believe in it. They didn't have faith. Still that sense of doubt that we talked about throughout our faith. Everything, yeah. So that's just like, it's all like, there's two parts always. Like we've always said there's two parts. So there's the part where you like had so much faith that you you, you would have like first believed Mary Mandela. And you would have like, oh yeah, I know he's alive because I remember he told us. Yeah, where there's that, uh, part of lack of faith and just doubtfulness because then you're like oh no that he was lying though how is that even maybe possible but no it is possible for jesus anything is possible for jesus you know so then we move on to the great commission and afterwards he appeared to the 11 disciples and he rebuked them for the unbelief and hardness of heart so here they are still we still see like the diso like disobeying still is happening you know uh, because they had not believed those who saw him after he had risen. So he was like, you know what? You're not believing this, so let me, let me show myself. So uh, that happened. And then he said to them, go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole nation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. That is basically the gospel. That's every you know that of whole Bible. That it was. Yeah, yeah literally like. Oh, that's 
describes everything because it's like giving us instructions on what to do and in a way how to do it and it is something that we must all apply in our lives constantly you know like we must always proclaim the gospel and you know the first step is getting baptized and repenting of your sins acknowledging that we are sinners you know so that is like beautifully wrapped and then she was like you need to do this and if you don't then it's gonna happen she was yeah it was like to the point i'm not gonna i'm not gonna mess around with this yes so then jesus tells them that you know and so then the lord jesus after he had spoken to them was taken up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of god and they went out and preached everywhere so you know he tells he appears to them he appears to Mary Magdalene first, and then he appears to two of the disciples, and then he appears to the rest of them, and then he tells them, you know, proclaim the gospel, make disciples, you know, repent, get baptized, and then he's taken up. That's crazy. You know, so that's like, like, I can't imagine, like, we just got you, and now you're leaving, you're gone, like, yeah, but now he gave us an even better gift, which is the Holy Spirit, you know, and that, um, Acts is a great book, which we are currently reading uh, in Bible study. And it just, like, you know, um, describes the everything that start, the start of everything, you know. So that was it for this whole book. It's for the book of Mark. Yeah, it's very interesting, you know, a uh, very interesting way that we end to, you know, like Jesus is taking up to sit in right next to God, you know. But that. It's just so impactful and it's just like amazing to reread all of this and just truly dig into it. It's it's a really cool way to like realize everything. Yeah, and at, even analyze like when uh, me and Melanie would talk about it, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I had never thought about that. And we would add on to each other. So that was something like really uh, unique. And I hope that you guys in, did enjoy that. And, uh, you know, with the life book uh there's like a couple questions that are asked afterwards and we were reading some of them and one that uh stood out to us was this question and it's the question of is your sin keeping you from god what would you say i would say or maybe like in the past like you know because they obviously evolve when you change so like how would you say you grew from that i feel like if you would have asked me last year i would have been like 100 percent like yeah mm, like i've been focusing on my sin too much that I've been like leaving my relationship with God behind or like I'm not even cre- I didn't even have a relationship with God because of my sin so God was like a he was like a side character in my story and sin was the main character and um I've gotten to a point where sin is like you're like uh like you don't like, like that defending me I think about it a little bit oh like it's tempting like like oh and I wouldn't do it but then I'd be like, no, like, I don't need it. It's not good for me. Like, why why am I going to do it? And it's tempting, but I I refer back to God. My no. character. Yes. I'll be like, well, if you would have asked me a year ago, I wouldn't have said yes. But now I feel like, it, if anything, it's helping me get closer to God. Because that way that I get tempted, I'll be like, oh, Lord, did you stop waiting for me right now? Like, I need you right now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, I... Yeah, I feel like right now, not as much. It's not keeping me from God. Yeah. Getting me closer to Which is good. And I feel like the the same way as you, you know, 
Um, I, in a way, maybe I, I think in the past I would have let that identify me and keep me away from my relationship with God. But now I'm like, no, it doesn't identify me. You know, I'm like, no, I'm not even going to take it into consideration because like, I know I am through Christ. And I feel like that's something like just focusing on God is something that really helps me, you know, like not, um, like look at anything else, but God. And I feel like that's what I've been doing recently is just like staying focused in what God has for me and who God says I am, which really helps me like not focusing on temptations uh, from the world or not like anything. Yeah, and I, I think I've been handling my temptation very differently from what I used to. I would have, I can't believe you know, that. You know what, fine, I'll give you like him. But now like, I'd be like, oh, this is not good for me. This is going to affect me. And I think about the um, effects it's going to have on me, like the bad effects of it. Which is good. It's a good thought process you have, actually. You know, like, oh, well, if I do this, this is going to happen. I'm going to I'm gonna get away from God. Everything that, I wor- that I've, like, uh, worked for. On the, uh, everything, like, the time, the tears, the effort, like, everything. It's all, like, all, like, a little, like, backtrack in a way. But that's a very good um, thought process to have. And in our Instagram, we asked a couple... Well, we asked, like, if any of you guys had any questions regarding the Bible... We got some, and the first question was, where do you start? Um, honestly, I feel like, you know, there's not like a specific, like, oh, start here, or like when I first started reading the Bible, I was like, I'm going to use an order, <laughs> that did not work out for me, really. So I would honestly recommend starting in the four Gospels, which would be, I would recommend starting with Matthew, actually. Naomi just read Mark, which... Uh, I think the four Gospels is, you know, they're all different perspectives, you know, but they go back to the main concept, which is the life of Jesus and the crucifixion and the resurrection. So they're all really good, and I would recommend reading all of them because we read all of them, and you see the different perspectives. And some have more information, like Matthew has more information and um, more, like, small details in ways. But I would definitely recommend starting there if you are new, you know, if you don't really know where to start or what to do, definitely there. What I also did is I read those four and I went back to Proverbs. I didn't love, like, you know, if you're going through this, you can also do this. And if you need this, it's a lot of advice and wisdom as well, too. Yeah, I remember uh, in the Bible app, there's, like, um, certain programs and both the little plan. Yeah, the Bible plans. And that actually would help me too. So it meant I knew I started reading because yeah, 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 I'm like, yeah, I eat to it. So that's even a like great way, you know, uh, reach out to your friends or even us. And honestly, uh, in the Bible app, and you can share plans with each other, and it gives you what to read, and then gives you a little devotion too, which is really helpful. Yeah. That's something that I learned that it would help me like being what it made it help me because I would be like, now I have to read it because then actually you're gonna know that I'm not reading it. Yeah, because it tells you how they it tells you. I remember, yeah, and then it gives you a little streak every time you open it. And I remember, I was so upset because I lost my streak. But I mean, you know, um, opening up your Bible. Oh, you better in your one, guys. Yeah, so that's another question is, what to read when you're getting a lot, a lot of spiritual attacks? And we're talking about that one. And I usually don't go straight to the Bible when I have those. I usually tend to put up some uh, worship music and pray intensely. Intensely. Yeah, me too, honestly. And I turn the lights off because it gets see. Using more power. Yeah. You just got to get it. You know, you got to get into your war room. I know your war room and just pray so much. So I, for that one, I would recommend, you know, like praying. Obviously, we're not saying all oh, prayer is more important than reading the Bible. No, they're both equally 
as important because I remember when I was first starting, I was like, oh, today I'm praying, but I'm not reading the Bible. And tomorrow I'm reading the Bible, but I'm not reading. <laughs> yes, I would say that. But that's not the case. You know, they got to read and I put a hand. Yes. It's like, it's like, and you say, oh, well, today I'm drinking water, but I'm not eating. Like, it doesn't work completely. Yeah. Uh, so I would, that's what I would recommend to you is, you know, just going straight to like prayer because, uh, we were saying that, you know, there's a lot of like, it's a difficult spiritual world out there, especially we're seeing it more now. So I would just like, you know, you gotta just hold on to prayer and really like, I feel like, like, I feel like the story of Paul has a lot of that to you, like a lot of spiritual fighting with himself. I think, uh, reading the story of Paul could also be good. And even Psalms, that's just all really good because, you know, we constantly see David, like, you know, like the letters that David would write there, like they're pretty impactful sometimes. And honestly, you know, I just thought about it right now, journaling, journaling, that like, but remotely write your journals. Yes, this is one of this. I have one which no one can get into because that would be really bad. <laughs> that's like, no, my sweet. Right. Yeah, but make a prayer journal. I have. Oh, quite. I started this this year because that shit told me and I was like, I'm and I started this year. And you're just, it's really, yeah, and they have something from the title. So I'm going to go back and read my prayers. So wait, yeah, read your prayers. And you're like, oh my gosh, God answered that for me. Or God got me out of this situation. Yeah, and there's differences between prayers too. Yeah, and I always like the dates too. Though. Yeah, keep that. <laughs> yeah. So then the next one is, what do you think about the book of Ecclesiastics? Have you read that book? I have not. Okay, I've read that book. And it's really good. I remember, I I don't remember why I decided it was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna read the book of Ecclesiastics. But we did go over it in trench. Yeah, like I don't like the basic so like, but yeah. I haven't fully read it. Which the basic is basically life explaining like that everything is meaningless if it is not towards God's purpose. And um, I think that book is great, you know, because I feel like sometimes we hold on so firmly to things of this world and we try to like gather uh worldly treasures and you know status and like wealth and everything when in reality at the end of the day all of that is meaningless because the only thing that really identifies us is God you know and that's the only thing that you know we can take on forever and I went back and I looked for some of my one yeah some of my favorite verses and this is chapter 12 of verse 1 from Ecclesiastics and it says don't let the excitement of youth cause you to forget your creator are him in your youth before you grow. Oh, oh I remember our pastor made this really. I was like, yeah, yeah. And I got that one that day too. Um, when we had to like explain Ecclesiastics. I highlighted this verse because it's true. You know, sometimes you can get very excited with life itself. And especially us, you know, like going into college now. Like we could be like, oh my God, so this and that. But no, you know, like I know the truth. And we know that what we, we must hold on to. So it's just like a very like verse that I like to keep in mind that we should always like, you know, worship God in any um, situation of our life. And even in our youth, I feel especially more because of a lot of temptations and a lot of things that this world tries to throw at us, you know, always rely on the Bible. Read strong. Yeah. And then another one that kind of goes along with it is remember your creator now while you are young, basically saying everything I just like, you know, upbringing, upbringing everything, you know. But yeah, you know, um, that was the, that was it. And if you, I know some of you guys on YouTube may not follow us on Instagram. So if you guys have any questions or like, you know, uh, you guys can always leave them in the comments. 
we will address it either you know there in the comments or in the video yeah so that was the end of the life book so now we're gonna kind of go back to what we used to do before which is like you know talking um about a topic mm -hmm. yeah about certain topics and if you guys would want us to talk about any topic in particular like i said like putting down in the comments and let us know and yeah so that was it thank you so much for watching if you're watching on youtube or listening uh, we truly appreciate each and every one of you, like seriously. And you know, we are just working more to get like, you know, more better like stuff out there and like just um, studying a lot and all of that. So yeah, thank you so much and God bless you.